another episode of Biz Time with Asia. This is episode 216. Today we have a super meaty episode about taking care of yourself when you're hustling hard, which is exactly what I'm doing right now. But before we get started, a couple weeks ago I sent out a survey to you guys asking what you're hoping to hear from the show, and your guys' answers were super, super helpful. If you haven't filled that out, you can totally still do that. I think I'm actually just going to have it up all the time. It is up at asiacroson.com slash podcast survey, and any kind of help that you guys need and like want to hear about the show, just tell me because it's been super, super helpful to hear and to be able to really tailor the podcast episodes to what you guys are helping to hear. So one of the things that I heard the most surprisingly, um, not surprisingly, but you know, is that you guys want to hear about how I'm doing and how's my mom, etc. So here's like a little mini life update um, before we get into today's topic. So my mom is doing super, super good. So for those of you guys who don't know, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer last summer and went through so many months. It felt like an eternity of chemo, which just sucked. And it was right around the time they were hoping to sell their home and relocate to be closer to my sister and our whole, whole family um, and my nephew, who they live up in eastern Washington. And at the same time, my dad was transitioning to a new job after 17 years. So it was like a really, really rough time for my family and my parents. But honestly, like watching my mom and dad, like, navigate this tough time, probably the toughest times I've ever had, was really, really inspiring. And I just love like how much they love each other and how they're able to keep things really light. My dad is really funny. Um, My mom has such a great attitude, even when approaching really, really serious topics like cancer and um, just moving their entire lives. So anyway, my mom is now done with radiation, which is amazing. She did have some burns. Her skin turned like maroon. No joke. It was so dark, Um, but it didn't make her anywhere close to as sick as chemo did. And even though she had to go to radiation like five days a week, it was only for a few minutes. And then she had her whole day on like chemo, which took all day and then knocks you out for like a week after. Um, So that really sucked. So radiation was much better. And they don't, for some reason, do a scan until September to see how the treatments worked, which is mind-blowing, <laughs> to be honest. But I'm just telling myself that it's all going to be gone, and now we are on our full way to recovery. So thank you guys so much for all of your support and all of your prayers. And um, that's obviously been really, really helpful because she's doing great. John and I are doing wonderful. Wedding planning is uh, more like just engagement enjoying. (laughs) We're kind of taking our sweet time to plan like whatever nuptials we feel so necessary. We might elope. We might elope five times. We might get married in a coffee shop. We might stay engaged forever. I'm not really sure. Um, I'm actually going to do a whole episode coming up about like planning our quote unquote wedding and how that's changed my perspective as a business owner. Um, And let me tell you that it definitely has, and we're not even really planning one. Um, It's been really, really fun so far, and I'm just so happy to be marrying him. Like, sometimes I'm like, hey, like, remember when we get to do, like, this thing, like, our whole lives? Like, that's so cool. Uh, This week we're heading to Austin. We're actually photographing a wedding on Saturday. So we're flying out of San Jose, so we're going to be up in San Jose for the day and then fly out and spend a couple days in Austin shooting this wedding. My best friend from France is actually in the wedding, so I'm really excited to see her. We went to Austin last year for their engagement photos, and we loved it. I really think we're going to go back and just do the same thing that we did last time. We like kayaked the Colorado River, and it was super, super fun. Um, So it's going to be a really awesome week. So that's a little wrap-up of personal topics that you guys requested. Thank you so much for being interested in my personal life. Everything is going really wonderfully. Thank you again for asking. Um, But today, what we're talking about 
is taking care of yourself in a super busy season. So for those of you who have super seasonal businesses like mine, this is like a very real part of your business that you have to pay attention to. And if you know when it's coming, it's so important to prepare yourself to avoid burnout or to like avoid like a boring slow season or a slow season where you're just trying to recover from the madness of busy season. And I always think about this with students and finals week because you just know it's going to be nuts. And students are always like, one last beach day before finals. And they're just so prepared to have fun before and after because then they go on spring break. As business owners, we need to do the same thing, except usually business owners isn't just one week long. So we have to be a bit more prepared in maintaining our sanity. Um, but if you have a busy a busy season that's super, super um, concentrated like mine, this is something you can really prepare for. If you have a consistent busy season all year round, that is just fabulous, then this episode today is just to help you avoid burnout in general during times of hustle, which could be all the time, and to learn to make boundaries, create balance, and fill up your own cup so that you have enough to spill onto others all the time. I hope you guys are in a busy season now because that's great and that you're so super, super, super enjoying it. But if you're in a slow season, then we have some things to prepare for busy season that we talked about in an episode of the very first season and it's episode nine and it was called Six Keys to Your Slow Season. So if you guys are experiencing a slower season right now, maybe the holidays are really busy for you, then you guys can totally check that out. But I think this episode will be really helpful for you just for preparing for busy season or preparing for a really big time of hustle. So for me, that busy season is now. I photograph college seniors and they – did I say college seniors? Didn't mean to say that. College seniors. And they typically do their photos from January until like literally the day that they graduate in June and sometimes a few days after. Um, And this year has been insane. Last year was my very first really crazy – season, the first year where I like was, I don't, what what do you call harvesting like the blossoms of the seeds? Oh my gosh, that was a terrible metaphor. You guys understand. I didn't know that it was coming. This year, I knew that it was coming, so I was able to prepare, which is awesome. And it's even being, it's going to be even busier because the rain pushed so many of the shoots that I had planned on doing earlier before a real busy season started. It pushed all those shoots right into busy season. So it's just going to be even crazier. It's going to be like a very dense few months. Um, So I am so excited though this year that I have been able to prepare a little bit because I knew from last year that it was going to be insane. Last year, I remember like I literally like teared up in my Snapchat story because I was like, you guys, I have seriously six times the amount of clients that I had the year before. And that was so mind blowing. It really just was from all the seeds that I had been planting the years prior. Um, kind of reminds me of that book tipping point, which I never read, but I feel like it was, I was last year was like my tipping point, And now it's just cray cray busy during that. Like my body hurt from hiking during shoots. I was staying up super late to finish editing before another shoot. I was so, so tired because I wasn't prepared and I didn't have enough time to like to get to John or to my friends. And on top of that, my allergies kill me during those particular months. And I was just like dead because we were shooting out in flowers, et cetera. And like, I of course had fun with all of my clients and I loved shooting them, but in my downtime, I had nothing left to give. And since this year is not slowing down, I really want to be prepared. Last year, I actually asked my coach, Jen Carrington, how I can reflect on the busy season while I was going through it so that I could prepare for the next one, which is this year. And I wanted to focus on things like what fell through the cracks when things got too busy? How can I make my website work for me better? What more information can I provide clients to eliminate back and forth? How can I maximize efficiency? And how much work can I actually handle? Because I think last year it was a little too much. 
And she asked me in return, and you guys can really think about these questions. These also be in the show notes. What days or weeks felt and worked really well? And what days and weeks did you enjoy not so much and why? If you could do this busy season again, what would you do differently? And you guys, you're going to be able to do that busy season again. It's going to come every year if you keep doing the same thing that you're doing. How are you feeling now? You're almost on the other side. And what can you learn from that? Are there any tasks taking up your time that don't feel essential in your business? In a year from now, what would it look? What would I like to be different in my business? And those were super helpful questions. And one of my favorite parts of being in charge of my own business is evaluating and being able to adjust course constantly in my business. Like I don't have to file paperwork or weigh pros and cons or present to my coworkers. Like if I want to do something differently, I can just do it differently next time. And if it works great, great. And if it doesn't, then I just go from there. And this is something you need to be taking advantage of in your own life, in your own everything and anything you have control over, which is a lot. You're like your food, your sleep, what you wear, how you exercise, who you hang out with, what you watch, how you run your business. I actually wrote all of that in caps, but I didn't want to shout it at you, but just know that I'm like so serious about these things. And if you need a refresher on that kind of topic, please listen to episode 201, pay attention to your life because it's all about paying attention to your life and adjusting course if you need to. So I'm not going to answer the questions that Jen asked me, but I'm going to give you guys a bunch of tips on how to prepare for busy season. And if you would like to reflect on those questions, I would definitely recommend you do so. So I will tell you how I adjusted course from last year and how you guys can do the same. This is going to be such a hearty episode. I'm so excited. Um, I'll read these through to you really quickly and then we're going to break down every one of them. So number one, adjust your schedule and batch your days. Number two, plan days off in advance and stick to them. Number three, focus. Number four, five, and six, take care of yourself before after and during. Maybe that's not the right order. Before, during, and after. Number seven, remember that every minute you're not sleeping or doing whatever you want to do is every minute that you're not sleeping or doing whatever it is that you want to do. We'll get into that. Number eight, delegate, delegate, delegate. I did not plan delegate to be number eight, but I'm thrilled that that happened because they rhyme if you didn't catch that. Number nine, get systems in place. Number 10, decide what work is important during this time. Take care of yourself before. Number 11, say no. I also have a couple of bonus tips that I'm going to add in a bonus episode. If you guys want to get that, you can sign up at asiacosen.com slash podcast. This episode is going to be so, so long, so I didn't want to make this episode super, super long, so I'm actually breaking it up into two. Second one will be a bonus if you guys are on my email list, but we'll get into that at the end of the episode. Okay, so that's 11 things we got to get into, so let's get right into it. Number one, adjust your schedule and batch your days. So because last year I had no idea what was about to happen, I let clients schedule photo shoots on any old day that suited them, like Monday, Saturday, Wednesday, it did not matter. And then I had to scramble to make sure that my stylist Natalie was available, make sure I had time to edit in between, move around like weekly things that I already had planned that would sometimes get interrupted by photo shoots. And I would have random weeks where I shot every single day. And then the next week I had four days off when I could have totally spaced those out to save some sanity. So this year, actually I started this in September even though busy season doesn't start till January, I am only allowing myself to shoot Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which gives me three days to physically recover, to edit, to have consultations, to have a day off, to do all the other things in my business and life necessary. A few notes on why this is super beneficial. My stylist knows when to expect to shoot and can adjust her schedule this way as well. So she knows we're not going to be shooting Mondays and Tuesdays. We're actually having to shoot Wednesdays currently because of of rain reschedules, but only if we have to. Um, 
And God, that's been a pain in the ass, let me tell you. But it's so nice for her to know the days that she can plan in advance to take off and so that she can be available on the days that I would need her if if last-minute shoots come in. Second note about that is that typically clients weren't choosing Mondays and Tuesdays to shoot anyway, so it was really the easiest way to do it. And I also already had standing dates with my friends on Mondays and Tuesdays, so this made it easiest for me not to say like, oh, we can't meet this week. We can meet the next week after because I have a shoot, but I'm free tomorrow if you're free, because having consistent times to meet with my friends, like my community is really, really important to me. Number three, this gave me time to edit my photos in between. If you have a service that goes beyond the time that you're meeting with your client, this is 100% imperative. So like if you take notes, like after each client, you need to make time to do that. And if you're like a teacher and you have to grade papers, I mean, there's like a thousand things you have to do that you have to make time for that's not just the time that you're meeting with a client. It also helps to let your client know when they can expect you to li- deliver the work. So for me, I edit photos on Monday, so you can see them after that. And obviously... I say that in a much more professional way, but it just makes me appear so much more professional that I'm not like, oh, let me squeeze in a time to like edit you in between these other shoots. I want my clients to feel like they are getting the time that they deserve, not just during the photo shoot, but that I'm preparing for them before and after for everything that's like a part of their experience with me. Number four, this helps me know how much work I can take. So it is not physically possible for me to shoot six days a week. I cannot do it um, for like special specific reasons that are specific to me. I have a horrible knee injury and I hike a lot during my shoots and I squat a lot. I don't know if you guys have seen um, my assistant taking over my Snapchat and she like always makes them like my my photo shoot stance. Um, I didn't know that I had such a specific stance so I started doing that. But my work is physically taxing. So now I know if Thursdays through Sundays are taken, I'm actually booked. And booked does not mean that I have shoots every day of the week because that's insane. But being fully booked means I have four shoots a week. And going over that means I'm officially booked. And it is good to know how much work you can handle and have your schedule be able to dictate that. So we'll come back to that. So batching your guys's days and adjusting your schedule is so super important to do before your busy season. And that doesn't have to mean if you guys don't work with clients one-on-one, then maybe you can be batching your days on production days, on content creation days, etc. Um you guys can definitely feel free to uh what is that called? put that like in your own terms. It's so so important no matter what kind of work you guys are doing. So, clearly that's like super super important. We have 10 other points to cover, so I need to get to it. So number two is planning random days off that are days that you would typically work. So I decided to shoot four days a week because that's how much I can handle, but I don't know that I can handle four days a week for three months straight. I know that I can't do that. So throughout the next few weeks, I picked a random day to take off that would have been a day that I was working, not a day that I take off, just that I always take off. And I let Natalie know in advance so she could also plan for those days off. And it gave me a bit of wiggle room like mentally and could potentially be a day to catch up on work that wouldn't infringe on my set days off that I needed to do like regular life and work. But even funner than that, these days could be days that you plan to take like actually off to like go to the beach, take a drive, to sleep in, like whatever it is that you're doing that you're like, hell yeah, got an afternoon off. You can see a movie in the middle of the day. You can work on a fun project that you keep telling yourself that you'll do when you have time. Um, For example, for me on my days off like that, that I'm like, oh, I could catch up on a few things, a few fun things. I like to put together little videos of me and Bo, my perfect, perfect nephew, because I have a ton of video clips that I take when when I get to visit him. And so I like putting those together on like my quote unquote like days off, of course, doing other fun things as well. But those are like fun projects that I really enjoy doing that I want to make time for. 
And I like to choose those days randomly because then you look at them and you're like, oh, this is so fun. It's like a nice little surprise. Like, thanks, past Asia. You're so nice to me. Like, you knew I would need a break. And then if you're really into it, I would just like pray about the days that you should should take off and put them months in advance because it's really fun when you get there and you're like, oh, this is so exciting. I totally forgot this was happening. Um, And you really realize that God is the best secretary and he'll do a great job of picking that day. It's really fun if you send a link out to clients for them to book their sessions and that day is just off. So when you get there, you didn't even plan to take the day off. It just it just is there. Um, give yourself like just a little surprise day, just one day, a little vacation, and it will so incredibly relieve your load during busy season and don't feel guilty about that. Number three is focus. So one thing I did last year that I will not be doing this year is traveling a ton during busy season. I am someone who travels super, super often. And last year I planned three trips away in the middle of busy season also because I didn't know that it was coming. Um, And I know that I just said to take random days off, but that's a lot different than taking four to 10 days to travel. Um, And if you travel often, you know that that's not necessarily a vacation like you intend it to be. Like when you're visiting people or visiting a new place, you're often on the go a lot and you can come home even more tired than when you left. So like now I find that I need like so much time to unpack. Like I feel like every trip I go on, I need like an extra day. I'm like, okay, great. This is my third trip for the year. I need three days to unpack. And I literally have not unpacked my suitcase from Canada mostly because I don't need those clothes because they're cold weather clothes. But that's how far behind I am because I like, not just because that's how I am, but last year it was really because I need to hit the ground running because I had to work immediately as soon as I got back. And that's really no fun. Um, so if you know there's an end date in sight of your like busy time, just isolate this time. It's like a mini time of hustle, balanced hustle, of course, that you can reward yourself for during your busy season in the way that doesn't set you back during the season. So like taking a day off. And then you can also reward yourself in ways after and travel after. Last year, the fact that I was traveling was honestly a bit more stressful because I knew it was really, really impairing my busy, my season. And this year I planned for a ton of travel before and after and not as much during. I'm still going to Austin, of course, but that's a part of work and will be super fun. Um, but I am hyper-focused and I know that that's going to feel good to me at the end. And that clearly may look different to you, but I promise that it will pay off. So just tell yourself, this is a time of focus. I need to take care of myself, but this is a time of focus. You also, number four, need to take care of yourself before busy season starts. There's a ton of preparation that goes into this and even that we're talking about today, planning for days off, batching your days, et cetera. But I also mean taking care of yourself like as in self-care. So get your hair cut before, get a massage. This year I started taking allergy supplements months before allergy season because last year it knocked me off my ass and I don't want that happening again. My naturopath told me that I need to start taking it literally months before. I also decreased my dairy intake because I know that has a correlation to allergies as well. Um, You can do a mini spring cleaning. Just think about all the ways that you and your environment and your schedule can be set up for a successful busy season and your person. Like how can your person be set up for a successful busy season and then do that? Like I heard once – like if you're just making excuses for like, oh, I can't do my work until my house is clean. I um, can't network properly unless I look good. I Whatever it is, 
then do that. If you can't do your work until your house is clean, clean your house. Like if you can't network properly until you like, if you don't feel like you look good, then look good. So just prep yourself and set yourself up for success during the season. And sometimes those things have to start days and months beforehand. So for example, this wedding this weekend is going to be like a four day mini busy season all in itself. I'm photographing the rehearsal dinner as well as the wedding all day and the brunch after. And so I'm getting my massage. I'm getting my nails done. I'm getting my hair done all like the couple days before we leave so that I know when I get there, I'm not going to be like, damn it. I really wish my nails look good right now. I really wish I would have had my hair done. I really wish like I'm so tense. I should have like been able to prep for that. And now I'm like, really, really tight and sore on the wedding day. So I'm preparing before this like mini busy season this weekend. Number five, take care of yourself during the busy season. So busy season is not a time to slack, not at all on the way that you eat, how much you sleep and whether or not you're taking care of yourself. I for sure take more like yoga classes. I take more naps. I like cook more decadent meals. I don't know why I said that. I never cook decadent meals, but we can pretend. I do more of that during the slow season, but I do not let those things like fall off totally during the busy season. It's almost even more imperative to have self-care rituals in place because like I said in the beginning of the episode, filling up your own cup is going to give you the opportunity to pour over into your clients who deserve all the love and care that you can give them. Like, can you imagine coming to someone as a coaching client and then being like, oh, super sorry, can't focus today. I just didn't get enough sleep last night because I was up all night working on a blog post or something for this other client. So I'm not really going to be able to focus today on you and super sorry about that. Like, not cool. And like they say this all the time in church, when you don't feel like you have enough time for God is when you need him the most. When you don't feel like you have enough time to take care of yourself is when you need to the, need to the most because your clients who are coming to you during this busy time or who are purchasing things from you at a busy time deserve just as much attention as if they were the only client that you had. You need to make it work. You need to give a client like an expectation of a day longer turnaround than typical. That's totally fine. But give them the love and attention that they deserve during this time. And by by taking care of yourself, you're going to be overflowing into them to make that happen. Number six, take care of yourself after the busy season. So my busy season has such a specific end date. This works really, really well for me because my seniors graduate on a day and typically sometimes we shoot a couple days after, but sometimes not. And if it doesn't, then you can just have, if it doesn't end specifically on a specific date, you can have something in mind that you'll reward yourself with. Um, this can also totally be talking about a launch period. It's a really great example. I should have said in the beginning, if you guys are launching a course, if you guys are, um, launching anything, you know, that's like a huge time of hustle. So this can all apply to that. So Last year after busy season, I took a full week staycation. I really should have vlogged about it. I didn't drink caffeine, which was insane. I slept as much as I wanted. I didn't travel. I didn't work. I didn't photo shoot. I went to the beach and I just relaxed and recovered. And it was such a great time to be grateful for all the hard work that I had just done and to relax in a really fun way. And I looked forward to it so hard for the last two weeks of busy season and really, really needed it. And I think it really got me through. And I was so proud of myself for doing that. Even though I felt ready to go back to work, honestly, in just a few days, it felt so decadent to take a full week off. And when I was really, really ready to get back to work, I was right back in action, excited to work again. Hitting the reset button is so much better than trying to half-ass a new chapter. So take care of yourself before, during, and after. Number seven, remember that every second that you're not sleeping, that you're not spending time with your family, then you're not doing what you're doing for fun, is every second that you're not sleeping that you're not spending time with your family, that you're not doing the things you do for fun. And this sounds like a total duh, but I had this revelation the other day that I don't have set hours at work, right? Like I don't have a boss telling me, you have to work from nine to five. 
like clearly they care what you get done, but like you just need to get what you have to get done at nine to five and then you go home. Like we work until things get done. Um, and I was like going through photos just to look at what I shot this week. And I was like Snapchatting behind the scenes. And I was like, Aisha, what are you doing? You've been at the office all day. You need to go home. Like be efficient. Don't just sit there and BS. Don't get on Facebook in between. Like get your shit done and go home. It's a busy time and you don't need to be wasting your time on non-fulfilling activities ever, but especially now because every second that you're not doing the work you're supposed to be doing is literally taking place of another moment. This isn't a job where you like work these hours and then you're done. It's done when you're done. So get done in the best way possible. Don't waste time. Like don't go crazy and like, and try to do things as fast as possible because you feel like you don't need to rush through it, but don't waste your time on doing things that aren't as fulfilling as other things you could be doing that are fulfilling, right? So remember that every second that you're working is second that you're not doing the things that you want to be doing and remember that. Number eight, delegate, delegate, delegate. I am so excited this year because I have a photography intern and an assistant who calls my photo shoots for me, which is a really, really great learning opportunity for them and it's a huge time saver for me. So calling means that they go through the photos and they choose the ones that I will edit and show my clients. Um, I have an assistant who plans my Instagram feed for me using Planoli. If you guys have heard of that, I'm looking for a different one also if you guys have any recommendations for like a free Instagram planning thing. So I really just want to like see the grid um, and I write the captions from the set to go up. Um, I know I can get better at this and I I – even when I wrote this episode, I was like, I really need to be better at this. And then as the days go on, I'm like, really, really, really need to get better at delegating my editing. I feel like I'm just not there yet, but I know it takes so much time. And like, I'm actually like, I'm, I'm enjoying the artistry, artistry, artistry of editing, but I know that I love edit. I love shooting more than I love editing. And so I need to eventually outsource my editing. So one day I will get that up. Uh, I also delegate my hair during this time. I'm sorry. I get blowouts once a week, and instead of spending 20 to 30 minutes a day to no avail, effing with my hair, you guys should see it today. It looks not beautiful. I spend one hour a week getting it done, and for me, that lasts the whole week. Isn't that amazing? I think it's because I dyed my hair blonde so that I could dye it purple, and it's so dry that it never gets oily, and so I literally can have it last like five to seven days, and it saves me so much time, and at the end, if it looks wonky, I just put it up, and it's totally fine, and... I know that makes me very lucky that my hair doesn't get oily, but um, it's so worth it to do. For $30, do this. Any way that you can think of to make this time easier for you, go for it. I give you full, full permission. Delegate anything you want. Delegating leads me to number nine, which is delegating to yourself during non-busy times. Having systems in place and straight up like preparing the business. So last year I spent a good four days rewriting all my email templates so that I could be as efficient as possible in them and not have to be doing a bunch of back and forth with my clients. And I wanted them to be written like in an upbeat tone that, that the one that I have like during a non-busy season and I didn't want it to be rushed and when like say something that I, or not say something that I would forget, not say something I would forget. What are the words here? I didn't want to forget anything in these emails. So I took some really calm time during the non-busy season to write these emails with all the intention that I could so that I wasn't rushing through them during busy season. 
I also rewrote my consultation form so that I could make sure during consultation I wasn't forgetting anything and I was making sure that every client feels like they're getting like not the butt end of my energy, which would be super unfair. And this new consultation form makes it super easy for me to like translate that into an email to my client instead of having to like remember what we said during the consultation, like where we're going to shoot, forgetting to ask them if they want to bring in extra props. Like it's so helpful, especially during busy season to just fall back on these systems and not expect yourself to like remember the workflow, to remember all the emails that you're supposed to be writing to them. It's so helpful to do this, you guys. So I would sit down, especially if you're in a slow season right now, it's something super awesome to do. And maybe even a little bit if you're not and think about all the touch points that you have with clients, be writing out the email templates, and then you can totally adjust those, but it's so nice to have the bulk of it and just make sure you're not forgetting any steps. Number 10, decide what work is important during this time. So last year I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have no time to blog and it really stressed me out. And I have two things to say about this. Number one, maybe you don't need to blog right now. Sometimes there is work to get the work and then sometimes there is work. And when I'm nearly fully booked, maybe I can relax a little bit on the work to get the work. Like I can focus on my current clients and not just getting the new ones, not permanently, not permanently. Like you should still continuously be consistent with things that you're putting out there, but know that there is a time to get the work to get the work and that will be your main priority maybe during slower season but it's okay if that's not right now and number two if you know busy season is coming and you really want to be consistent with your posts which I totally respect why don't you write a few posts like before busy season and then set them to go live during like that would make you feel so prepared and you can also do this throughout the year which now that I think about it I should really do for the podcast when I'm like struck with some inspiration I should stockpile a few extra episodes to put out during the times when I like have the flu, which happened a couple weeks ago, or when I'm so busy that I can't write and record an episode. Like that would be so amazing. So give yourself permission to focus on the work at hand and not be so stressed out about the work that you need to do to get the work because you have the work. You should be really, really pumped on that. Um, But never fully neglect, obviously, the work to get the work. But if you need to focus on the work itself, then feel free to do that. And if you guys are in a slow season or you feel able to prepare for a time of hustle that's coming in the future, why don't you kind of stockpile a little bit beforehand so you can still be consistent without pouring all of your energy into those things that aren't super, super necessary during a time when you really need to focus on your clients. Number 11, say no. So say no to the things that don't fulfill you during this time and feel free to do it last minute. I am kind of the, I'm the best at this. I'm the worst to give advice because I understand that. Um, I just kind of have this attitude, like if I don't want to do that, I'm not going to do it. I like, don't be a flake, but don't sign up to do things that will drain you and not allow you to give yourself to your clients or to your loved ones, like the attention that they deserve. Like coffee dates with people trying to network. I know <laughs> I'm telling you to ditch those, like, which you would not expect me to do. I don't mean ditch them forever, but like you can ditch them for now. You don't need to be doing things right now that aren't going to be caring for you, caring for your clients or caring for your loved ones if they're not super beneficial to you right now. Like, free concerts that don't actually sound good to you when they come up, like do the things that sound fulfilling and do none of the things that don't. Like you're allowed to be selfish with your time right now. It's not selfish at all. You're not going to be able to give your energy or like your full presence to these things that you're signing up for if you don't really want to do them. And now is the time. You can feel free to say no to fun projects even that you can put off for like a week, a month, et cetera. Like you're not running out of time. If there are fun things that you can put off for when you can put your energy to them, do that. Totally, totally do that. Um, I I didn't realize that I have 12 things to tell you guys. So I have another one. Did I tell you I have 12? Well, I have 12. (laughs) Number 12, include your friends. 
So at the same time that I'm saying, feel free to say no to things that uh, you don't want to be doing. For me, being with my friends is really, really, really important. And so I include my friends in as many things as possible that I'm doing during busy season so that I can see them and be a part of their life and have them be a part of mine. So um, I invite a lot of my friends during busy season to coffee shop with me so that we can chat while I'm working. I exercise with my friends, eat with my friends, do self-care, like getting our nails done together. And it also helps if your self-care services like your hair, hair, nails, massage, facials, etc., are done by people who have turned into your friends because then it's a great time for you to catch up with them. Um, like my personal trainer is one of my very best friends. And so when I go exercise, I feel like I'm also spending time with friends, which I really, really love. As I'm an extrovert. So it's really, really important to me. And I think that community is my number one superpower. And I don't want to like totally bail on them and like go dark. So just pulling some double duty during this time is kind of a fun thing to do. Here are some more ideas. Go grocery shopping together. Meal prep. Make dinner. Drink coffee for 15 to 30 minutes together because you know you're going to be drinking coffee anyway. Um, This reminds me of college because uh, my best friend CJ, I worked my ass off in school. I paid for myself and I had a ton of jobs. And my best friend would literally run all my errands with me and go to the bank. I didn't actually drink coffee in college. Isn't that nuts? We would go grocery shopping together. Sometimes, no joke, he would even come to class with me and we would just like pass notes to each other in the class. I would not recommend that. But you will make time to see the people that you want to see. You got to do what you got to do. And if you have really good friends, which you should, this is a great idea. I would literally ask them, hey, I'm going to be super busy the next three months. Want to make me dinner? I'll come over with wine sometime next week or the week after. I really want to see you. I feel like this is the only way that that's going to work. That's the only time that I can do it this season. Isn't that crazy? I know it's crazy. Such a busy season. So can you make me dinner? I'll make you dinner next week or I'll make you dinner after busy season is over, whatever. Rely on them. You can also include your partner in some way. Like busy season is also a time that you can have a ton of fun with your friends. I can't tell you how fun it is to know that Natalie, who is my stylist, and I are going into this busy season together. And if you're making your squad, your community, your network full of people who you love being around, part of your job, it makes your work not seem like work. And that's a huge way to make busy season feel like party season. That's kind of how we feel. Natalie and I got pedicures together the other day and um, we're just like relaxing a little bit and just talking about the upcoming season and the clients we've already had who've been amazing. Did I say Natalie's my stylist? So she does um, all the hair makeup for my for my lovely gals. And we were like, gosh, it's going to be such a great season. And it's so fun to know that it's coming and to be able to prepare for it, to be excited for it, especially because we're so, we're so well prepared now. Um, and last year we didn't have that because we didn't know it was coming. And so this year it's kind of like the anticipation, you know, for when a party is coming is almost just as exciting as the party itself. And I really want you guys to feel that way about a busy season. You should not be resentful of busy season. You should be so grateful that that you guys have one. So like I said, I have so much more to say, but I've already been talking for 34 minutes, which is one of my longest solo episodes. And so I have a couple of tips for you guys. I'm going to put that on a a totally separate mini bonus episode for free. So if you guys are on my email list, you'll be getting that as along with this email. There's going to be two episodes. Um, If you guys are not, then you can go to asiacosin.com slash podcast and sign up. And then they will be sent directly to your email so that you guys can totally have access to all the things if you're really interested in knowing how to fully prepare and take care of yourself during a time of hustle or during your busy season. Oh my gosh. I feel so good about this and it was such a great reminder for me to prepare for the season that I'm currently in and I'm so happy that the weather has been nice to me and I'm really looking forward to like the random days that I have off and I know that this season I'll be so much more well-rested and more prepared and energetic for each of my clients and we have to remember the priority here. Like 
to treat ourselves, our loved ones, and our clients with the respect, time, and energy they deserve even when things are crazy and maybe especially when things are crazy because crazy means more business, which means that you and your loved ones and your clients are supporting you so much that you can grow your business. So you need to support them right back with the services that you're rendering and your time and your energy that you can give back to your loved ones. Thank you so much for your support during this fun time. I love this podcast so much, and I'm so grateful that you guys are here with me. I like your support and your emails and your Snapchats, etc. Just like, just give me like a little jolt of joy, a little burst of happiness that really, really carries me through. So thank you guys so much for all of the things that you've written and even just for listening. You guys have not already. I've mentioned it a bazillion times already. AsiaCrosen.com slash podcast. We are making the transition away from biztimewithasia.com and moving it over to my uh, proprio. I don't know how to say it in English, like my uh, my own website. And um, so the transition is happening right now. It might be a little bit bumpy, but AsiaCrosen.com slash podcast is going to have um, the sign up that you guys can get on my all the goods weekly newsletter that I sent out. And I'm so excited to see you there. I have so much much more exclusive content coming. So I'm really, really pumped about that. Email me if you guys are in a busy season, if you guys are struggling with anything. If you guys are in a busy season, that's freaking awesome. I hope you're really, really enjoying it. Have an attitude of gratitude and listen to all of these things so you can really take care of yourself during. I hope you guys are having a fabulous freaking week and I will see you on the next one.